0: Deep down, you know the truth. Nobody is more invested in your health than you are. When you prioritize your self-care, you'll notice beautiful improvements in every area of your life, and you'll be better equipped and energized to live fully into the purpose you were born for. Hello, and welcome to the Connect Podcast. This show is all about helping you connect to your soul's calling so you can take action on it. Because the sweetest success is a blend of discovering your purpose with the inner drive to bring it to life. I'm Sheila Botello, health coach, lifestyle entrepreneur, and mom of two, best known for my online wellness programs, mentoring, and self love passion. Listen in for inspiring interviews, solo chats, and Q&A sessions that will move you past overwhelm towards what lights you up. Stop accepting good enough and go for your version of great in your health business, and relationships. Let's get started. Hey, welcome back. On today's episode, you'll hear about what brought me into the wellness space and the approach I guide people through to uplevel their health by connecting to their own unique body. We'll talk about my health journey, how to determine the best food and exercise for where you're at each month and each season of your life, as well as how all of this can positively impact your work and relationships. As you heard in the intro, I'm an integrative nutrition health coach. I've been in the wellness space, leading people to improve their health for over 25 years. I've seen many women and men make major transformations in their health when they've adjusted their eating, activity levels, and especially their mindset around what healthy living can look like. My passion for health began as I was trying to figure out my own health issues. I was on a hormonal roller coaster a few times in my younger life, in my mid to late teens, with very bad acne and cyclical disturbances, and later in my early 20s, when I had a brief stint on birth control that messed with my hormones. Both times, what I ate and how I moved affected my cycle and symptoms. I didn't put these connections together until after the fact, though, as I was educating myself on the food body and mind body connection. I've always been a planner and a journaler, so I took my knowledge back to investigate what was going on in my troublesome years and found a pattern to what was at the root of my issues. I had visited doctors and dermatologists to get the scoop on what was happening, and the conversation always sounded the same. This is totally normal. You're young. You can expect skin flare-ups from time to time. Or, PMS is just a regular experience for most women. You're normal. Or, what you eat has nothing to do with your skin issue. It's just some elevated hormones. No further explanation. No hope for anything to be different. I was really frustrated. Now, as an aside, I came to learn that medical doctors traditionally hadn't had food and nutrition as a big part of their studies. This is confirmed by many doctors that I've talked to, some who have transitioned into functional medicine. They wanted to take a more holistic approach to their patients and include diet and lifestyle factors when caring for them. At the time, though, in the late 80s, early 90s, the idea of this was very fringe. How far have we come? My aunt was an ICU nurse, and she told me often about how so many doctors and nurses she worked with used to smoke to manage stress. She watched that change over the years as research proved its dangers. We're all a work in progress. My early struggles motivated me to find a solution, and I've been tracking with the ever growing field of nutritional research ever since. When I improved my eating and exercise habits, I saw amazing changes. My skin cleared up, my cycle became regular and painless. I didn't have the PMS mood swings of the past, and I was able to plan conceiving both my boys, having healthy pregnancies, and postpartum experiences. It didn't happen by accident, and yes, genetics have a small part to play as well, but I've seen many other women improve their hormonal health as well over the years. Even if you're able to improve your experience by like 25%, wouldn't it be worth it to you? Let's talk more about diets. So many diets have come and gone over the years. Think back and try to remember the diets or eating fads that you've tried. It appears that the diet industry isn't slowing down anytime soon. During my health coach training, I studied over 100 dietary theories, and I'm sure there will be many more to come. As I researched, I noticed something interesting. Not many considered the link between diet and your hormones. Now, I believe that women and men are of equal importance and value, and we can both do many amazing things. When you look to our body's hormonal programming, though, you'll find distinct differences. Over the years, diets have focused mainly on caloric intake, activity level, food combining, and ratios of protein, carbohydrates, and fat. Question for you How often do you remember seeing a diet that distinguished between male or female hormone levels? Fortunately, the conversation in the health and wellness space is increasingly considering these contrasts. Women's health research and advocacy. Is coming to the forefront, and more women are seeking natural support and guidance for their hormonal health and overall well being. As I listen to women in my local and online community discuss their health, weight loss and hormone balancing are consistently at the top of the list. Energy improvement comes next. I'm grateful to my mentors and a growing body of research in the field of health and nutrition. This wisdom guides me in coaching women to develop health practices that are best suited to their unique needs. Are you trying to lose weight? Do you experience any peaks and valleys in your mood and energy levels? You may wonder why your weight increases or stays about the same in spite of calorie restriction, extra exercise, fasting, or going paleo. There are individualized reasons for this that are all likely found in your hormonal makeup. Maybe you've had success with various diets and are happy with the weight loss results. I invite you to consider the effects this has had on your hormones. It's important for you to know that estrogen and progesterone do more in the body than make pregnancy possible. Estrogen helps you with energy, mood, metabolism, weight loss, anxiety, brain function, stress, bone density, and more. Consistent dieting can disrupt estrogen balance and mess with the way your body's designed to optimally function. Often the results aren't felt until early into your menopausal years with hair loss, bone loss, sleep problems, cognitive issues, and more. You may be wondering, how many hormones are running in my body anyway? Hormones make up your endocrine system and are a big deal. The glands of the endocrine system are the hypothalamus, pineal gland, pituitary gland, thyroid, parathyroid, thymus, adrenal, and pancreas. Many things can challenge your endocrine system, leading to imbalances in your hormone levels, Many people often try to medicate their symptoms away. I want to clarify that medical therapies can be very helpful for some women depending on their scenario and stage of life. That said, I highly encourage you to look to natural methods first. Food and lifestyle changes may require that no further intervention is necessary. The longer a system is out of order, the more difficult it can be to bring it back into harmony. Adopting healing practices in your lifestyle can help you turn it around. Here are some signs that you may have a hormonal imbalance going on. Fatigue. This is different from feeling sleepy at the end of the day. That is what's supposed to happen. If you're getting seven to eight hours of solid sleep a night and feel like you're living healthy but are often fatigued, you may be experiencing adrenal fatigue or hypothyroidism. You're not alone. Many busy women experience this symptom due to the pace of life. IBS or irritable bowel syndrome. Your hormones affect gut function and the microbiome. Hormone imbalances can lead to imbalanced bacterial colonies, causing great discomfort. Anxiety. Excess adrenal stimulation occurs due to high stress levels in your life. Insomnia. Melatonin, the well-known sleep chemical, is a hormone released by the pineal gland in the brain. When it's out of balance, your sleep suffers. Skin and hair changes. Thyroid abnormalities have been known to cause dry hair or skin, thinning hair, hair loss, or brittle nails. PMS and low sex drive. When levels of estrogen, progesterone, DHEA, and testosterone are out of balance, you can struggle with PMS symptoms and low libido. Weight gain or trouble losing excess weight. The diet industry is fixated on this one and has many women stressed out over their weight and, as a result, lowering their self-esteem. This can cause increased stress, which in addition to other life stressors, increases cortisol. Cortisol tells your body to hang on to fat because it's a favored form of stored energy. I want to add here, being a healthy weight is important for proper body function, but having a perfect body at all costs creates far more health problems than it solves. My hope is that you'll lovingly care for your amazing body by nourishing your mind, body, and spirit not comparing yourself to others who are on a different journey. Do any of these symptoms stand out to you? If so, I encourage you to take a hormone level test at your doctor. Once you know where your levels are at, you can take steps to get them back in balance. Eating right for your hormones is all about feeding your body what it needs throughout the month, not restricting. I've said this before. Watching the weight loss stories scrolling through your newsfeed are tempting to follow. I encourage you to take into account your personal hormonal makeup along with studies backing up any diet you may be looking at. Even if the people on Instagram are telling you the truth, you don't know their health history or other practices they've instituted in their wellness plan. You also don't know how long they've been on the journey. You can only rely on before and after photos and their word. The most important thing to consider is this, even if they've had success with a certain diet program, what is unknown is the impact it will have on their health 20 or 30 years down the line. I've followed nutritional advances and their impact on a variety of health outcomes over the years. In terms of proper cellular nutrition, I've watched studies that began back in the 1990s show that symptoms of various conditions, including PMS, endometriosis, PCOS, infertility, and menopause are all greatly eased with proper nutritional treatment. Don't take my word for it. You have access to medical journals and university studies easily accessible to you online. In my personal checking, I've found that there aren't very many diets on the market that take into account the specific hormonal and cyclical makeup of women. Most over the years have been tested on healthy white males. Before you try any new diet, after talking with your health professional, here are three questions to consider. One, who is this diet designed for? Men? Women of childbearing years? Women of menopausal years? Two, have other health markers been followed throughout the diet process? Hormone levels, menstrual cycle rhythms, fertility rates. And three, how long have diet participants been tracked in terms of their overall health? Weight maintenance, muscle ratio, bone density. For instance, if you look for research that supports the health of intermittent fasting for women, you'll find more cautions for them than anything else. While it's a great diet for men or post-menopausal women, it's concerning for women. A study out of India back in January 2013 found that intermittent fasting may negatively influence reproduction in females. In addition to the study, history shows that nutritional infertility is very common in societies where women fail to eat enough to match their energy expenditure. It stated that aggressive calorie restriction interferes with female hormones that regulate and react to hunger and satiety, the sensation of feeling full after a meal. You may have never considered this, but as a woman, your cyclical biochemistry doesn't thrive with rigid food plans that are the same every day. You're meant to eat a variety of foods and to nourish your body every day. When you restrict food groups in any way, you create a micronutrient deficiency, which can lead to digestive issues. The most important thing I want to leave you with is this. Hormones dictate what your body does with food. Balance your hormones first, especially cortisol and then match the right nutrient-dense food and the right quantity to your body type. Now let's talk about how exercise affects your hormonal balance. Your body is designed to be strong and energetic, and you'll get the most out of it by working with its innate cyclical rhythms. Today, you're going to see how following the same workout routine every day may be negatively affecting your hormones and limiting your fitness levels. Information is everywhere stating the importance of exercise for healthy aging. Here are some of the benefits women can experience when making exercise a regular part of your life. Exercise enhances your brain function and productivity, prevents muscle loss, improves your libido, reduces your risk of dementia, helps you digest food more effectively, decreases your risk of osteoporosis, reduces your stress and anxiety levels, and lowers your risk of cancer. So how does it affect your hormones? A 2015 study out of Quebec on the effect of physical activity on women's hormones, found that physical activity decreases estrogen levels, which is good because high levels of estrogen are at the root of many hormonal imbalances that women experience and is a risk factor for breast cancer in women. So that's good, right? Get your exercise in and you're good to go. But what kind of exercise should you do? Spin classes, yoga, high intensity interval training workouts, walking, all of these and many others are great choices. What you really should be asking is, When should you do each type of exercise and at what intensity? If you're a woman, you experience four distinct hormonal phases each month. And guys, those who identify as male experience one hormonal cycle phase every 24 hours. Testosterone is at its highest in the morning, being replenished with adequate sleep and peaks by 2 to 3 p.m. This may be news to you, but yep, men, you have a mixture of testosterone with smaller levels of estrogen and progesterone in your body. This varies on a spectrum depending on the person. Here are the four hormonal phases women experience. Your body has different needs at various times of the month. Your brain and your body are also ideally suited for specific ways of eating, moving, and even thinking during each of these phases. The four menstrual phases are the menstrual phase, three to seven days, follicular phase, seven to 10 days, ovulatory, three to five days, and the luteal phase, 10 to 14 days. Knowing where in your cycle you're at each day will help you determine what self-care practices will nourish you best, including what type of exercise to do. Here's a quick overview of how to move your body during each phase. During your menstrual phase, do lighter exercise. During your follicular phase, try a new form of exercise. During your ovulatory phase, go for high-intensity exercise. And when you hit the luteal phase, shift to lighter exercise, especially toward the latter half of the phase. As you can see, there's a reason why some days you want to hit it hard at the gym and others where you feel like stretching in bed is your gold medal event of the day. When you push yourself during times when your hormones are slowing you down, you miss out on the restorative benefits of rest. Ladies, when you try to live your life on a masculine 24-hour clock, you can wear yourself out and beat yourself up for not performing at your peak fitness every day. There is so much more to share on the topic of cyclical self-care for living your healthiest lifestyle. I'll share more about it in future episodes, and you can get more information over at SheilaBatello.com, where you can download my free guide, Simplify Your Wellness, Three Steps to Simplify Your Self-Care. You'll also get regular resources to help you live your healthiest, soul-driven life. We've covered a lot of ground here today, and I applaud you for listening until the end. Deep down, you know the truth. Nobody is more invested in your health than you are. When you prioritize your self-care, you'll notice beautiful improvements in every area of your life, and you'll be better equipped and energized to live fully into the purpose you were born for. Take care, and I'll connect with you soon. Thank you so much for being here with me on the Connect podcast. If you like this episode, please share it with someone you think would enjoy it. Also, if you head over to iTunes to leave a review, I'd be so grateful. Let us know what your favorite parts were and what you'd like to hear more of. It will help us have a greater impact, elevating many more people to grow and succeed together. See you next time.